Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Faith in It podcast. If you are new here, my name is Lashonda Tania and I am the host of the Faith in It podcast and I'm so excited to have you. If you have been listening, girl, welcome back. We are hopping into another episode. So on this week's episode, I'm going to touch on the topic of stewardship, proper stewardship, you know, just bettering our stewardship and just being better stewards in general. So y'all already know, homegirl, I'm coming with a definition. Stewardship is defined as the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. And as I was looking at this definition, I also stopped to look at some of the synonyms, you know, in words that were the same as stewardship. And the words that came up were administration, control, governance, operation, running, conduct, handling, oversight and regulation, just to name a few. So you already know I'm about to come with a story because, girl, you know, if you know, you know, if you've been listening, you know, real life stuff just always click for me um, just with the lessons and things like that. Like everything is so intertwined. So last week I got some flowers. I got some flowers from um, my homegirl. And then I also got some flowers from my spouse. And as I got the two sets of flowers, I got these flowers on a day where I was feeling really down. Um, I just was not in the best spirits and things like that. And these flowers came as a, as a way of cheering me up. And so I was extremely happy when I got the flowers, but I didn't take them out right away and put them in a vase. So that night, I just let them kind of sit on the counter. You know, I was um, just not having the best mood and the best time as it was. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my flowers together in the morning. This is going to be my thing. I'm going to wake up, you know, and do that. So the morning time came. I just got caught up in my day, but I did put the flowers in some water. So that day, the flowers just kind of sat in the water. And that night, I was on my way, about to be on my way to sleep and I was extremely tired, but I looked at the flowers and I'm like, man, let me put these flowers in some more water for tomorrow. And I felt like an instant conviction, like, girl, if you don't get these flowers together and I'm just like, okay, so I started to um, take the flowers apart and, you know, really take care of them, cut the stems and get the vase ready, put the water in there, all of this, you know, everything that you have to do to keep your flowers together now when I looked at them they were kind of getting a little limp at first and I'm like man like I hope that these flowers don't die like I really want to put them up and things like that and it just kind of clicked to me take care of the things that you get take care of the things that you have properly steward even the little things why would someone think about this why would someone be inclined to get you more flowers if they look at the flowers that they already gave you and you're not taking care of them? Why would somebody want to continue to pour that into you if you're not going to be taking care of it? If they're looking at, you know, something that they've gotten you kind of fall limp. Now, this is not about, you know, getting flowers or the people that's involved because this is not their feelings at all. But this was just something that came to my mind as I was putting the flowers up. Now, imagine somebody telling you how much they love your cooking. Oh, I love your cooking. I love your cooking. I love your cooking. I really want you to cook for me. I love this meal or whatever, whatever. And then you decide, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cook this person this meal. 
Now you've taken your time, you've taken your resources, you've taken your energy in making somebody a meal. But just imagine you deliver that food to that person or they come over and the day that you cooked it, but they wait two days to eat the food. And before they could even eat that meal, they're already talking and thinking about the next meal that they want you to cook. Girl, I know you'll be blue because why would you ask me to cook you some food and you're not going to eat it for two days? That's how we are sometimes with God. Why are we asking him for more and we're not even focusing on the things that he's already given us? I really want you to take a second before asking God for more. Show him that you can steward what you have. I'm going to give you a, a quick list of practical tips and things that you can do in your now as you're getting ready for your next. So the first thing is to have an attitude of gratitude. It is hard to properly manage things that you aren't grateful for. Without gratitude, there is no reverence. So you want to make sure that you are constantly putting yourself in a space of gratitude and constantly just reminding yourself of how grateful you are for the things that you have, how grateful you are for the things that God is doing in your life and has done in your life, even how grateful you are for the things that people around you are doing for you. Just have an attitude of gratitude. If you are having a hard time with this, I would definitely recommend just doing some gratitude journaling, writing 10 things down, um, you know, at the end of each day that you are grateful for, or even just writing one thing down that you're grateful for from the day before in the morning, just thinking about it, or even just good morning, God, or good morning self, or, you know, whatever, good morning, girl, look in your mirror, say your affirmations, or whatever it is in your morning routine, just look around and just really just think like, man, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. When you want to think about stewardship just in your life, in the roles that you have, something that I would suggest is to take inventory of the things that you're responsible for. Think about the areas of your life that you have to, um, you know, serve and show up and different things like that. And assess how well you're doing in those areas. Maybe make a list. I have to be a mom. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. You know, I work here or I have to do that or I lead this or I serve here or whatever the case may be. And really just assess how well you are taking care of those things. When you take that list, you might want to do a sub list of what's like the little mini job descriptions of this role. Like or what are some things that I have to do within this as you have, you know, done that assessment. Now you're able to celebrate the wins you have in those areas because, you know, the one would be like, man, I'm kind of struggling here. Two is like, OK. And three is OK. I'm really killing it. You could celebrate that. But where those ones are, think about those areas which need to be strengthened. Pray and ask God to to help you with that. Ask him how to do so. Ask him for the wisdom and the guidance in the areas in which you're weak. You can even do Bible plans on areas in which you're weak, but really just assess where you are and assess where you need to improve so that you can be a better steward of those things. Also, seek help or assistance where you can. You can't do everything by yourself. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, but you can't do everything, not at one time. So when you can get help or assistance, ask for help. I struggled with this so much in the past. I said that before, but I am now opening my mouth and asking for help. I know there are some things that only you can do, but there's also other things that people can help you with. So as you think about stewardship and you think about those areas of your life that you need to steward, think about where other people can help you and then ask for help.
Not asking for helps us is a pride thing. So don't let your pride get in the way because we know that the word tells us that pride comes before destruction and we don't want to self-destruct. So don't let your pride get in the way. If you need help, ask for it. Even ask God to illuminate people who can help you. Another thing that you can do is if you want to think about stewarding your time, right? You can write down your ideal routine. You can begin to prioritize those high yielding activities and cut out unnecessary ones. What do I want to see more of in my days? What do I want to um, spend more time doing? What am I using my time for right now that I could be using for something just a little bit more important than what it is? Are you wasting time? Are you scrolling on social media? You know, are you waking up and just immediately getting on your phone? Are you not taking quiet time to really reflect at the end of the day? I know that Everything won't be ideal, but just starting with your ideal routine kind of gives you an idea of what's important to you, how you want to steward your time and, you know, just kind of can motivate you to work toward getting to that place. If you're not sure where to start, what to do, how to even make these changes, find some inspiration. Pinterest has tons and tons and tons of different little schedules challenges all kinds of things you can even make your own you know find some habit trackers whatever it is that will inspire you you know just look those things up automate as much as you can automate as much as you can if you can get systems and structures going to help you to do different mundane tasks that will free up so much more of your time, so much more of your time. So really try to automate as much as you can, especially if you have a business list, try to automate as much as you can. And last but not least, root yourself in the word. This should be the first thing, but I feel like once you have a clear idea of everything that you have going on and you know, you've done that reflection piece on your current state of stewardship. I think that rooting yourself in the word for every habit that you're trying to build every area of your life that you have to manage, find a scripture to encourage you to ground your work in Luke 16, 10 and 11. Jesus was talking to his disciples and he said, if you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? So take a moment to think back. Think about the small things. The flowers may seem like such a small thing, but it was so instrumental in teaching me the big lesson and just reminding me how important stewardship is. Colossians 3, 23 to 24 says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. So don't get so caught up in thinking about who you're doing things for here on earth, but really work in service if you are serving the Lord because you are as a disciple of Christ, as a woman of God, as a daughter of Christ. Everything that we do should be bringing glory to the kingdom. So remember that we are to be working willingly at whatever we do when you at work. And you know how work be working. Think about it. Don't even say, you know, I'm doing this for this job. Man, I'm doing this for God. 
God blessed me with this job. God blessed me with this opportunity. God is blessing me with these finances. Everything is coming from God. So continue to work as if you are working for God, whether that be even serving when you're doing things for free. Don't get too caught up in the who and the what you're serving. Remind yourself that the true master that you are serving is Christ. I really, really pray that this episode blessed you. Really take a moment to think about the state of your stewardship. How are you taking care of things? Before you ask God for more, show him that you can steward what you already have. I pray that this episode blessed you. If it did, let me know. I also want to shout out to y'all for listening. We had just surpassed a thousand downloads on the podcast. So I am super excited. We are celebrating that. And I am just excited to continue to grow with you. Please tag us on Instagram as you listen at Faith in the Ministry. Share this podcast with a friend. As always, leave a review. If you enjoyed it, if this episode blessed you or any of the past episodes, leave a review on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you're listening at. That helps to get the word out and to help to be able to recommend the show to other listeners. I appreciate you so, so much for listening to yet again another episode of the Faith in It podcast. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.